Bonjour, no blade bambinos, and welcome back to Zero to Zero, literally the only podcast uh, about both Fantastic Four and the Blade trilogy. At I the did same find time. a couple others, actually. Sorry, um, at the same time though. Yeah, they're um, chopping and screwing them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the exact same way we're doing it. Damn yeah. it! I thought we, you know, I thought this was really our breakout. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I'm a. Uh, I'm Gigalithic, and I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. <laughs> I'm Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. Eric. I'm Sam, and they call me the White Juicero. <laughs> <laughs> and often, you know, it's said that attempting to be cool, because coolness is somewhat synonymous with at least the appearance of effortlessness, prevents something or someone from being, like, authentically cool. Mm-hmm. If they're often, are you still reading from time.is? No. <laughs> often, this is true, but once in a blue moon, you get a movie that is trying extremely hard to be cool and really fucking succeeds. <laughs> and Blade is one of those movies. <laughs> Goddamn. This movie I... is so fucking cool. <laughs> yes. It's also extremely stupid. Oh, yeah. Also, the the spider lily did not reappear. I no, it didn't. I couldn't fucking believe that. I was hooting and hollering when I got to the end of the video, the movie, and realized it. That was it. It's so funny though for me because I got really hung up on the spider lily and the the like ticking sword explosion mechanism. Mm-hmm. And then the the sword thing came up almost immediately in our second viewing. Yes. So I was like. Oh, okay, so he's gonna, like, do something with the plant, and he's gonna, like, make it into poison, and he's gonna kill- no. No, no, it was literally the thing I said of, he's leaving and he doesn't plan to come back, so he kills the plant. It was entirely thematic. And I I think it also, we see it paralleled here, the cessation of his mourning for his mother, even though it's preemptive there. He doesn't know that he's doing that, Oh, was his mom in the movie? Oh, we got some mommy action? Nope. (laughs) Does his mom appear in the film? Um. (laughs) I take that back. So let's, uh... Two, two and a half minutes into the podcast. This episode will be titled Mommy Action. Mommy Action. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't be warning her after what happens in this in this podcast ep- in this in this part of the movie. I'd also um, like to say I watched this. I watched the Blade like from start to finish because it's been so long. Um, watched it from start to finish with my friend who said that when Blades said suckheads, he was like, "That was not cool." So shout out to my friend who's wrong. <laughs> yeah, shout out to your wrong friend. Your well, former friend. Shout uh-huh. out to my former friend for being wrong. Shout out to your fucking suckhead of a friend. <laughs> um, oh, your oh was the tone like, hey, that's not cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, this was with my vampire friend. Hey, that's our word. <laughs> so um, he says I can call him suckhead though. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Daywalkers can't say that. <laughs> it's not okay. So shall we? Uh, shall we get into it? Yeah. Yes, what happens? Tell us what happens in this All movie. Right. So we return to Karen, who is hanging out with Frost and Mercury. The name of the woman is Mercury. Yeah, I, I had to Her look it up because Mercury. I don't think we ever get it in the film. Oh, very quickly, I would just like to say. Oh I'd like to clear up the woman controversy. Okay. Giga is correct that if there's ever a blonde, a tall blonde woman with Deacon, it is Mercury. There is another tall blonde woman in the movie yeah. who hangs around Deacon. I mean, who hangs around Quinn. Yes, and she's the one like cleaning him up. But this is this is no, no. Yeah. She's not, she's actually not the one cleaning him up. She's just another person who attends the party. Okay, the, the woman cleaning him up is just Patches. Yeah, Patches. Okay. They're, they're both named Patches. Anyway, so I was correct to be confused that there were two women, but also I was incorrect for all the other things I've said. Yes. I was correct to be confused that there were two women. Yes. There's a lot of white bitches in this movie. They they also look exactly the same with their platinum blonde hair. It's like mm-hmm. one of you couldn't got couldn't have gotten a honey toner situation or something going on. Anyway. Shave right. your head. So, Shave your head. So we return to Karen, who is hanging out with Frost and Mercury in a room that's vibes could only be described as somewhere between being brought home by swingers and being brought home by murderers. <laughs> uh, Karen roasts Frost Both for true. not being pure blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frost explains that what he's going to do is he's going to use the power of Magra to break down the vampire racial barriers. Uh, there's not going to be any difference between pure bloods and, and, and turned vampires anymore. He's going to, you know... Put a stop to the hate. He says, stop, stop hate. People um, hurting, people crying. Mm-hmm. Hurt people, hurt people. Um, Vampires. Blade arrives to save Karen and kills a lot of people, including two vampire martial artists whom he explodes using the vampire exploding serum. He goes into Frost's bedroom and finds his mother in Frost's funny bed. <gasps> She calls him Eric and explains to him that she loves being a vampire, actually, and that Frost was the one that bit her. Uh, this understandably puts, uh, puts, puts Blade in a bit of state, and he is subdued by Frost's goons. He and Karen are taken out to a wasteland and dragged into a subterranean concrete structure called the Temple of Eternal Night. Blade is going through severe withdrawals, and Frost explains to everyone his intent to resurrect the Blood God. Blade is stripped of his equipment, and Karen is thrown into a pit with a ghoulish, semi-vampiric remnant of her former co-worker, Curtis. Remember him? And ex-boyfriend. Meanwhile... Remember Curtis from literally a month and a half ago? (laughs) Meanwhile, Blade is being prepared for the ceremony by his mother, and she's just, like, real normal about it, and we don't need Mm -hmm. to linger on this. Typical mom-son stuff. Typical, yeah, mom, yeah, just regular mom-son relationship here. I didn't remember this movie being so, like, Oedipian uh, in its... uh, Okay, anyway, Blade is placed in a big concrete Iron Maiden, concrete Maiden, uh, which exsanguinates him. His blood flows through the channels of the temple, and things begin to get spooky as the purebloods are put in position for the ritual. Um, The purebloods are also here. They brought all the, the council members. Karen, who beat up Curtis and escaped from the pit, frees Blade from the big concrete slab as, and uh, and she says, "Feast on me, blood, uh, so you don't die." Mm-hmm. Uh, he does, and the ritual begins, and it's all very uh, climactic in several senses of the word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blade's mom comes back, and they have a vampire fight, and Blade kills her. 
Meanwhile, all the purebloods are getting electrocuted into bat ghost skeletons, um, and they fly into Frost, and he turns into the blood god. An incredible fight sequence follows. Quinn immediately dies, Mercury's head gets exploded by Karen's vampire mace, and Blade cuts Frost in half. Unfortunately, Frost can just kind of gloop himself back together, um, but fortunately, Mm -hmm. Blade retrieves his serum and throws it all into Frost, making him uh, die more than anyone has in all of history. (laughs) Move over over Cyborg's dad. Um, Move over Steppenwolf. Yeah. Escaping from the temple, Karen offers to cure Blade's vampirism, but he decides that as long as the war between vampires and humans is ongoing, he needs the power to keep, uh, he needs his power to keep fighting the vampire menace. Sometime later, in Russia, Blade kills a vampire in Russia. To protect cold-seeking Denise. Yeah. Cold-seeking Denise, yes. I'm so glad you noticed that too. Cold-seeking Katya. <laughs> It's a good movie. Parallels. It's a great movie. It's, it's a good ass movie. Perhaps one of the best superhero movies ever created. I could not believe the CGI. Oh yeah. It's wild. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of reboot, so this yeah. was a real exciting time for me. Uh-huh. This was this was I like made a joke while I was watching it that like they were really, they bought, like, a, a stock package of um, animal, like, big cat animal sounds, and they were, like, using the using it to the max. They, but also, they also bought the stock package of 3D soft, 3D liquid simulation software. Yes, and the the color palette for blood, for liquid mm-hmm. blood, that comes with they Adobe They got the same gargoyle pack that they used on Who Wants to Be a Superhero. I love those fucking gargoyles, dude. I was so psyched when they came the- out. The bone goils. I like that. I don't they, remember those. I like that the. There's no fucking way that you don't remember the winged skeleton ghosts flying around in the chamber. Oh, I thought you said. It, okay, you said something about who wants to be a superhero. Oh, in when they in the final of the first yeah, season when they, when like they were the, like, "Here's yeah. feedback's movie." And oh, feedback right. Is like okay, fighting yes, a yes, PS2 yes. gargoyle. Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I I thought you were saying there were bone gargoyles in in Who Wants to Be a Superhero? No, no, just regular gargoyles. No. They just came in the same pack. Yeah, but yeah. I I love those bone gargoyles. They explode into fart skeletons, and their fart skeletons explode into bone Barf into skeleton. So it's like bones. it is the ghost of their skeletons. Yes, one of them. One of them. You see it come out of its jaw, like the, yeah. his skin yeah. flakes off, like flesh flakes off. He has the skull, and then his mouth mm, opens, flakes. and a <laughs> um the opposite of cornflakes, uh, and the the skull the comes flesh, out the of the of corn. Yeah. No, but the intent of flesh flakes sounds like it would be the opposite of what the intent of cornflakes was when they were mm. invented, which was to stop people from masturbating. <laughs> yeah, eating flesh really does it for me. Okay, well, well okay, good. Curtis. Okay, I need you finish your thought. I was done. You see, we need you to talk see about him. Curtis. You, you see him barf up a skull. We need and to talk about Curtis, because Curtis, for anyone who doesn't remember from when we did our first episode on Blade three years ago, mm-hmm. Curtis is the guy who works with Karen at the hospital, mm-hmm. who, like, it's, they, they they were, like, seeing each other at some point, but they broke up. You ever have second thoughts up about us, and, Karen? 
and he's like, yeah, do you ever do you ever have second thoughts? Do you ever think about getting back together? And she's like, are you punking then, me with this br- blood? Are you, did you give me pl- prank blood? Just yes, to get he's close the one who gives her Quinn's blood. Quinn's prank uh, blood. To examine. Yes. But Curtis gets killed mm-hmm. by Quinn. Crispy but Quinn. But he doesn't Quinn. get vamped. So we find out in this part that Quinn and Frost and the other Frosty fellas took Curtis from the hospital and just like brought him back to their ritual temple and threw him in a hole. Mm -hmm. And he came back to life as a zombie, kind of, because he's not like, when Karen gets thrown into the zombie pit with Curtis, he's like, Karen, Karen, and she immediately starts trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I legitimately fair. felt bad for him. Yeah, I, I did feel a little bit bad for him, but he's also evil. So, well, listen, he Was says, he? "He says, Karen, do you ever have second thoughts about us?" And it's like, you how many times does she need to evil? set this boundary? At a certain he, point, you just have to nice. hit somebody with a big stick. <laughs> I'm just saying, it didn't. I didn't get the vibe that he was going to attack her at all. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think. I think that scene. I could not. I was so. <laughs> I was so disappointed to see Curtis there because Quinn. They're like walking Karen to her the pit she's going to get thrown into, and Quinn's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I bit a surfer dude once, but I didn't turn him." And you know, turns out sometimes they don't die; they turn into these weird, like half vampire kind of zombie things. I don't know. Uh, you're about to meet one, and they th- throw her in the pit, and, and I was here like, "Here he is!" And I was like, "Oh my god, it's Krieger." Who? No. Krieger the was the police officer. The guy who got bit oh. but didn't get turned. And I was like, wouldn't he kind uh. of get turned, though? And then I was like, I was about to feel so vindicated. And then it was Curtis. And I was like, God damn it. No, Krieger is, he is like an opened up human blood sack. Yeah, he's spatchcocked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they got him pretty good. I mean, he might be zombied. He's just not going to be a very effective zombie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, that's... He's, a, he's a zombie skin rug, basically. I mean, neither is Curtis. No, that's true. That's why I'm like, I don't, I didn't feel like he was going to attack her. She just like beat the shit out of him with a bone that she picked up off the ground. And he's like, wait, stop. (laughs) Yeah, poor guy. I was just trying to say hi. (laughs) I'm a, why do nice guys always finish last? (laughs) Why do all nice guys always get thrown into the zombie pit? (laughs) Let this be a lesson to you, nice guys, quote unquote. Don't ask to Don't get back together with zombie. your ex too many times or you'll get hit with a big bone. Mm. <laughs> this and not the kind friend, you want this from your friend, ex. happened to my friend Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, like that she hits him with a big bone. Mm-hmm. I watched Star Wars Episode Six yesterday and Luke did the same thing. So maybe she was taking after him. Does I, anyone have any other general thoughts or should we talk through it there were two different times where i was like wow more parallels but it was parallels to um to fantastic four no 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 it was it was parallels to ghost rider oh okay that's also i mean these ghost rider i think lives somewhere ghost rider is like the perfect midpoint between blade and fantastic four (laughs) Mm -hmm. it has donald logan in it Mm -hmm. yeah it has flat fire his name should be Human Torch's name. It's Bad Ace. Uh-huh. And it sucks. So Frost asks Karen if Blade hasn't been f- fucking her. 
Oh my god. It hasn't been giving her like, that good you, D. If if Blade had been fucking you, you'd be in a really good mood right now. You're not. <laughs> all As my I'm other kidnapping victims threatening to kill you. I mean, all my other kidnapping victims say, are really like, chill about it. Shitty guys, like, misogynist men will say about women that, like, someone needs to have sex with that woman so that she will Mm -hmm. stop being so mean. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. This is why Frost is not a nice guy. He's not a nice man. I have a thing that I want to say about Frost, which is I really appreciated that the villain in this movie is a character for the whole movie. I know, I thought this was a really cool reveal, too, because his whole thing with, like, the Vampire Council is that he's, like, the youngest one, he's the young hotshot, whatever, he's got mm-hmm. new, fresh ideas for everything. He's Blade's and he, dad. And he looks like a young guy, but then it's like, no, he's been around for a long time, he's yeah. a vampire. So, like, you don't you don't imagine that he would be the one to turn, to, like, kill in Blade's mind, kill his mom, and then turns to, out... You know, to be actually, Blade's dad. To be Blade's less. dad. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said in the uh, in, in my summary, this is... I The movie took a pretty, like, like Oedipus turn. Uh-huh. Um, towards the end, where it's, he's basically, like, his mom is trying to fuck him, his dad, <laughs> gotta kill his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh... So that was interesting. There's a lot of interesting... The good news is he had no interest in doing so. For no. the first part. He had a lot of interest in the and second Yeah, part. he loved to kill right. his dad. He does not want to fuck his mom. But his mom does really want to fuck him. His mom is rubbing her face all over his face. Very weird. She's being a real freak. Anyway, we'll yeah, get to that. Yeah, when she, like, she like cuts his shirt open for the ritual, and I was like, that's kind of weird. That she... And then uh-huh. she starts, like, touching his chest, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's intentionally very yeah, weird. Yeah, that, intentionally was weird. Of, that was one of the most uncomfortable scenes that we I think we watched for this show. She traces a circle around his, like, his mouth with her nose. Uh, around uh, her his mouth and nose with her mouth and nose. Vampires, they're little while freaks. Well, she's telling him how great it is to be a vampire and how much she loves it. I did think yeah. it was pretty funny that none of us... I can, I can just... see why vampire society has a big incest thing. Like, you know, there's not too many of you. You you end mm-hmm. up being, like, the same age. It's weird. Uh, they're little <laughs> you're freaks. You're all nasty they're freaks evil, anyway. Yeah, they're, you're place. nasty evil freaks. So, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense. I'm not supporting them, but... I can see how it comes to be. I mean, you could. I could see how it would be that vampire groups, vampire friend groups, become what is colloquially referred to as incestuous, aka like, oh yeah, everybody's like within the group, you know, hooking up with each other or whatever in this like very overlapping situation. I don't think that being a vampire is an excuse to try and like look like you want to mac on your son i don't know they're evil so they don't exist oh thank god yeah i was very worried for blade characters but the eroticism you gotta get out of this situation this is really messed up and it's uncomfortable i did think it was really funny that none of us noticed or at least none of us mentioned uh that we did see blade's mom in the second part Uh uh-huh she's the lady who gets out of the panini press bread bed bed (laughs) bed 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 yeah yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you're supposed to know that it's her. Unlike Blade, who, as a newborn... He's an extremely memorable baby. 
That was my other nickname for this week, was uh, voted <laughs> voted uh, 1999's most memorable baby. <laughs> Man who looks most like a baby. <laughs> he's Blake? so... Yeah, exactly. Like, he's only one year old. Oh, wow. She sees him and she's like, oh my god, this this grown-ass man looks exactly like my baby did oh, when it was a baby. that's true. She's not, well, yeah, I he's not like she mom knows because and then she's, she's like, like hanging out. She's hanging out with Frost. Oh, yeah. And Frost created I mean, him. Yes, we oh. find out later that Frost, like, knows the secret of his exploding sword wrist destroyer. Which is, the, so, it's, yes. just a, it's a, just a dead man switch, like. He's, it, he's been keeping tabs on Blade. I'm sure that she just knows that that's. Oh, Blade. probably because his girlfriend is his his Panini girlfriend is Blade's mom. Yeah. Yes. Do you think is that maybe not Deacon's bedroom? Is I that think just it the is mom's bedroom? bedroom? Uh, I don't know. I think she's just a sleepy lady. I think it's his bedroom, and she just why would he? To be the why would his computer be in press bread at the time? I would never leave my computer at my partner's place. Like I love. No yeah, matter how enough. much I love them. And I wouldn't love them at all if I was a vampire because I'm a vampire and they don't feel love. And it's a desktop, too. So it's not even like, oh, I left this here the last time I was here. It's like, this is where this computer lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Messed up. Messed anyway, up. Anyway, Karen calls vampirism an STD, which Frost does not appreciate. I uh-huh. also don't understand it either. Well, I mean, I guess the line is drawn between vampirism and sex pretty heavily in this part. A sucking yeah. transmitted disease. Mm. <laughs> a sexually. Ah. Uh, I don't quite understand what Frost's plan is here, though, because he sounded last time like the plan was to turn all vampires into daywalkers so they can just straight up rule over humanity. Mm-hmm. But it, he made it sound here like his plan is to turn every human into vampires. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he knows what the blood god does, and he's just kind of like, yeah, man, yeah. He's I just mean, kind of yes-aiming his way I know over. I like it, that's for sure. Yeah, The ritual has all of the blood juice and the electricity and the bone gargoyles flying into the one guy in the middle of the circle. Does he think he's going to do this ritual eight billion times? Maybe what it is, is that, so since it involves Blade's blood, his blayud, um, His blayud, His blayud, if you will, that it will turn him into some sort of daywalker transmitting vampire, mm. where everybody he turns, he's invincible, and everybody he turns, turns into a daywalker, so all vampires oh. eventually just kind of become daywalkers. Oh. Whatever the case, we get an intruder alert, and we see Frost's goons, like, running around through his, like, fancy mansion or whatever with mm-hmm. guns, looking for the intruder, and we just hear motorcycles screeching in yeah. the background. Yes! It's so good. Yes! They're like, There's what? a great huh? little moment where Quinn, Quinn is like, I'm telling you, man, that guy, he's scary, you don't know what, you know who you're messing, we gotta kill him, we can't do that, we gotta kill him. And Frost is like, look. It's just one guy on foot. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. This is so funny because Deacon Frost has followed Blade's entire career and is still like, come on, all we need is ten guys standing in a perfect line to fight Blade. And he'll totally be able to get him. There's no way he'll be able to take out an entire SWAT team with just a motorcycle and a Mac-10. And a shotgun. <laughs> he shows up and just immediately, and they're all dead. 
I love though that it cuts to Frost where he, and he's like, uh, oh my god, I wish I could remember how he said this because I remember it being so like impetuous where he's like, hey, why am I hearing gunfire? Did I tell anyone to start shooting? I need him alive or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, he is alive. But it's very funny because the gunfire is entirely blade blades, killing yeah. everybody. Yeah. What does he think is going to happen? So stupid. Deacon is he's, so strategic. Like, he's guy. so bad at strategy, at battle strategy. Yeah, he's never had to do it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a man or maybe a vampire. It was unclear for a lot of this last part of the movie. I mean, I'm pretty sure since he says, I just work for them, that he is a, he is just a man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, please, please. Please, we're just, we're just normal men. We're just innocent men. Yeah, and Blade's like. We're just normal men. And Blade's like. We're just normal men. We're just normal men. This is this is upsetting for me because Jordan just referenced this on Doctor Huh, so oh, okay. that that episode hasn't even gone up yet, and now I'm like, oh fuck, another it's, one. It's it's funny though. <laughs> All right. the thing. So yeah, he he thinks about he gets a flash of Whistler, uh, like with the sheet over him, and is like, actually, I, I'm not gonna do mercy on these people. Yeah, because I I feel like <laughs> what just whistling, just whistling, just whistling, just whistling. I, just whistling. I feel, just whistling. I feel like that's saying... whistling show. It's just whistling. Mm-hmm. Whistling around. What is this? A crossover episode? Mm-hmm. It's almost worse to be working for the vampires and not be one. Yeah, exactly. Like because it's like every day you wake up and decide to do you're that. You're a collaborator. Yeah. It's like the other vampires are turned. It's like okay, these are my pe- like these are my people. These are the only like the, people yeah. Who like can the vampires me. just need to eat, you know. Mm-hmm. You you're 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 on a different. You're on some different shit. And then the to nerve. Be fair, I I I think it's implied that these people are like mind controlled. Yeah, they're not mind controlled enough that they can't say. Yeah, they can't say. I just me. work for them. Don't kill me. But. Isn't if he can beg for his life and then get away alive, then he can serve his vampire lords longer. I think I just work for them is not how I would phrase it if I was a mind slave to yeah, no, I don't somebody. think so either. But you know, I'm not a mind but slave. But if you, if you were a mind slave, you would never just say, "Please, I'm a mind slave." You know me because you don't think of yourself as a mind slave, right? I mean, I don't well, know what I'm talking about. Well, know, capitalism breeds innovation, did. so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost in my argument. I give up. I quit. <laughs> okay, bye. We'll see you next week, everyone. Not the not not the episode. <laughs> just this line of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we're okay. just gonna you you can log off and Giga when I Giga and I will continue with an episode of Zero to Two. Which is just I'm not signing we... off on anything that I just said. I think we've also made that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> we have, that's why I'm referencing the previous time. Yeah, you know, I mean Zero to Zero is a show with uh it's the amount of jokes that we have from episode to episode. So Blade has a spin kick <laughs> fight with two vampires in a hallway, and he stabs mm-hmm. them with Karen's secret stuff, and they swell mm-hmm. and explode into buckets of blood. They really Holy don't like this one, huh? Shit. Yeah, this they're really effect... not a fan of, of how this feels. Oh my god. Duh. What it was re- this? It they... reminds me of um, Yucky. Big Trouble in Old China when the guy inflates. They uh, like inflate and turn red. And then one of them explodes, and then the other one you like see for like several, like a prolonged thing of him beginning like ex- like swelling up and like, and Whoa. then finally exploding. But he's like he looks like Gumby if he was made out of like 
Red Gumby. Red Boba or something. He looks like Gumby if he looked completely different. He looks like Gumby if Gumby looked like an exploding vampire. Yeah, if he looks... Gumby didn't look anything like Gumby. Whatever, I'm just saying he had a big wide head. He had a big square wide head and it was bulbous also. Well, some he of looks us... like Leonardo da Vinci if Leonardo da Vinci looked like this. <laughs> Damn, I wish he did, though. It was so weird. Was this practical effects? Uh, It was probably some mixture of practical effects and digital. Mm -hmm. Like, they probably had... It looks like they had, like, a little... A dummy that exploded. Yeah. But also, there was definitely some, like, digital shit in the transition between normal guy and uh, inflated blood man. I... Could not. I couldn't believe this. It's, I mean, they really hate it. They really don't like this happening to them. They don't like when they don't think that the anticoagulant feels good. No, they really don't. This is so like if you had asked me to try and predict what the end of the movie would be like, I absolutely would not have guessed they're gonna start introducing a high saturation of CGI. Into the last third of the movie. Like, every other thing, he's been, like, exploding them into shrapnel, into skeletons that then disintegrate. This red bulbous weird thing, it's so obviously fake in a way that all of the other stuff just isn't. And I don't I know. Don't know. I think it's, like, the one of the so more goofy. convincing effects of this, of this part, I will say. Do you think Deacon's death was convincing? Uh, I think it's more convincing than Deacon's life at that, uh, just a few <laughs> moments earlier. <laughs> I feel like the issue is that all the other effects that you're thinking of are things that happen very quickly and then disappear. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. This one is like the camera holds on it for like 30 seconds as we watch them swell and scream and beg for mercy. Yeah. 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 And like, it's still, it's grotesque and you want to look away. And I think that helps. Like, it sell. Looking away really helped. They're like, oh, the CGI doesn't have to be that good because you're only going to be viewing it through your fingers. So. Exactly. Just like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me go back and like look at it directly and give you my like immediate impression. Yeah, have fun. Not no. good. It doesn't look good. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed this segment. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it wasn't. It was bad. <laughs> it was badly done, you know? Like, I didn't I know that good, when she said that we're going to go explode some vampire heads, how many vampire heads they would be exploding. <laughs> I mean, this was like, what, 1998? I don't think it looks that bad for 1998. No, I don't either. I, I, I personally do not think that the CG looks that bad until we get the blood. I guess in hindsight. Oh, yeah, the blood CGI is really bad. Um, I think, yeah, I guess it's in hindsight of, like... If I was making a movie and this was the level of CGI, the only level of CGI I had available, I would choose not to use CGI. But that's, that's how I felt with Catwoman when they were doing like the shitty Google Earth like scene transitions. Yeah, but at the <laughs> it's time, like, if it's gonna look like this. Don't do it. Yeah, but at the time, this was like. But I don't know. I going think, from I zero think to this, so they... it's like a big improvement. Like, wow, look how cool we can do like stuff that shouldn't be possible. I think that when they explode, graphics. it looks, like, good enough that I think that I sign off on this at the time. I agree. I, I think it looks good enough. That's the thing. Uh, at the time, it was fine. In hindsight, now, it looks not really even, bad. Not even. I think that it, it suits the movie. He finds Frost's weird-ass bedroom and watches the silly video on his computer about how the ritual will happen. And then the panini press bread opens up. 
And his mom gets out and says, Eric? Wait, do you think a panini press is made out of bread? No, but this one no. looks like a panini press and is a bread that you, that you slurp in. I messed it up once. So that you take a little bread. nap time in. <laughs> she was anyway, covered in mom. grill lines. She mm-hmm. survived. Mm-hmm. And then Frost walks in. And uh, I, I love Frost's line here as they like start, they're like tasing the shit out of Blade while he's uh-huh. distracted by his mom. And, and Frost is just watching this and he's like, Jesus Christ, I thought you'd be happy. <laughs> it's such a funny Frost line. is a funny guy. Reunited with your mom. Yes. I actually like Frost as a villain a lot more he than is. I thought he's, I would. He's, he's like, he's kind of low key in his own way. Like I, yeah, I really like how he—he's not super high key or arch. He's just kind of a, 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 he's just kind of a freak and a dickhead. Yeah, and he acts like he is a big villain, but then is also just kind of like a shitty guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's like, I will be the blood god. Uh, guys, can we not shoot him? Please? Um, hello, thank you. And also just that him. Like and this Quinn... is what I think. This is what like it would have been better if. If Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was like this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it would have been better than literally. L- yeah, literally else, anything would be better. But Anything else would have been better, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blade's mom says to him, it's Cherry, and then rips his shirt. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't I, know if I got that. Uh, I remember when Jesse Eisenberg, um, Lex Luthor puts the cherry in the guy's mouth. Oh, the cherry God. candy in the guy's mouth, and he says, it's Cherry. Ugh. And remember, and remember, yeah, like when um when Deacon Frost makes Dragonetti drink, uh, uh, he puts some piss on Dragonetti's uh, a piss named Grandma's oh, lemonade uh-huh. or whatever. Granny's peach tea. Oh yeah, the the Granny's scene where where he's making out with uh, whatever her name is, Mercury, such and such Graves or whatever, oh. Mercy, uh-huh. Graves. Mercy, Mercy Graves, Mercy Graves, and she's and she's rubbing piss onto his face to prepare for the next scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like the thing that I I think like really illustrated who Deacon was to me in this part was that him and Quinn are like genuinely friends because mm-hmm. like before well, I don't know he's... Quinn's very much his toady like Quinn yeah, no, 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 I, yeah. I also love Quinn Quinn is such like a little fucking loser little toady bitch he's a that... suck up yeah yeah, but, but I agree like, with you, Val. There were a lot of moments where I was like, "Oh, this is where Frost is going to like pull the mask off and like kill Quinn and reveal." But no, never right? Does. He's like, ha, "Dude, we're so." He cool. was like, "Yeah, yeah like- Quinn is my right hand man." Wink, wink, wink. Get it, get it, get it. And <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn him into a naughty god. And he yeah, pranks like him think- like they prank each other. It's like they're basically like, oh my god, Logan so Paul and Logan Paul's friend. Yeah. He, like, yeah, it's like hey, when Logan, you meet that's somebody. That's so cool, man. That's so dope, man. And he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna cut off your hand." And he's like, "Oh, man, that's no. Please don't, hey, Logan, man. <laughs> you have hey, to do we're it. friends, dude. Please don't. <laughs> You're so funny, man. I thought he was gonna cut off my hand, man. Oh, <laughs> it's team team ten million years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is like when you meet a guy and you think he's cool, and then you meet his best friend, and his best friend is a a dickhead and you're like oh maybe this guy is not as cool as i thought he was <laughs> um yeah yeah famous uh, cool guy logan paul <laughs> they take blade and karen uh to the vampire temple mm-hmm. from the cgi video that we laughed at mm-hmm. uh, it's all he, sandstone and he who's says laughing after now? this i want to take your vampire cure it's not all sandstone it's fucking 
It's, 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 it's stone the color of sand is what I should concrete. have said. I wanted to know if, if you could correct me on my understanding of this dialogue between Blade and Karen in the back of the truck or whatever this is. Because as I understood it, unless I missed something, he says, when this is all over, I want to take that vampire cure that you have. And she says... Okay, but you know it'll cure you of being a vampire, right? And then he makes a conflicted face. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, no, he, that's the I, conversation. I mean, maybe yeah. he didn't didn't consider the uh the intersectionality of him being a vampire and him being strong and healing. Yeah. Oh, I, maybe. She, that's what she's she's like, "Okay, but it will take away all of your vampires." Yeah, you won't stuff. be a superhero anymore. To me, it yeah. just came across as he was like, "Can I have that serum afterwards?" And she's like, "You know, it's a vampire cure, right?" And he's like, "Oh, I thought it was just a tasty drink." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just electrolytes and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was. And yeah. To, uh, to I mean, be clear, it does look, to be fair, it does look like Powerade, but when it, it gets injected <laughs> into people's faces, we do Blast. learn that it is in fact Mountain Dew voltage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some really good news for everyone, though. Because Quinn is wearing Blade sunglasses, and you might be wondering why that's good news. Well, it's good news because it allows something really badass to happen. It, it is, oh yeah, my no, God. immediately does. Like, it, I'm so glad that he, every time I watch this movie from now on, I'm gonna be so happy when I see Quinn wearing the sunglasses, looking forward to what happens as a consequence of that. Yes, and he says, "I bet he will shade. end the movie wearing those sunglasses mm-hmm. as well." Also, I mean, just he, to be will, clear, he will definitely, he will be wearing those sunglasses until the end of his life. <laughs> <laughs> and not a moment longer. Karen has cured herself of her vampirism, by the way. So Deacon, yes. uh, it, while, he, while they're in the murder slash swinger apartment, Deacon is like, I could bite you and make you a vampire. <laughs> and she's like, do it. I'll just cure myself again. Yeah, That's bitch. such a funny thing to say. Yeah. Just keep curing myself of vampires. Like, surely that would take a toll, Karen. Yeah, you know, I've become a vampire about fifteen times, but yeah, I just keep, I just she keep injecting addicted. myself with yeah, the cure. She I'm gets fine. addicted to becoming a vampire. <laughs> it's never more than like ten minutes at a time, so it's fine. Sometimes, sometimes when I need a little pick me up, I'll become a vampire for like a couple of hours. <laughs> it's not. You can't rely on that. Once you uh, take a cure like fifteen times, it stops working. Uh, Frost announces to everyone that this is the Temple of Eternal Night. He says the Vampire Council, they all, everyone forgot about it, but I knew it was real because I read about it in the Bible. (laughs) The Vampire Bible. Thank you. Thank you for laughing at that. Of course. I, yeah, I'm a little confused by the mythology of this place. He's like, they built it and then they forgot it was here. Like, how how could that happen? There aren't generations of people to die and get replaced with other generations. That it's is, like the same point, people. Though. Yeah, still. it's like Dragonetti is like, there's no way the Temple of Eternal Night exists. My dad didn't build it. <laughs> like, yeah. he's. They're like, no, I'm pretty sure that was a dream I had. I don't think we really did that. <laughs> I, I don't remember building that. No, you did. It was just a really long time ago. <laughs> In the oh, middle of Frost's speech, else. by the way, Quinn just, like, punches Blade in the face because he can. Yes! Yes! Yeah. And Deacon's like, okay. He just, like, looks at Blade and just realizes, like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. And he just punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Frost's just like, just yeah, thanks on. for that. 
<laughs> I thought it was really cool to see um, when Deacon was like, oh, I've been studying up on you, Blade, or like, I've, I've been watching you this whole time, and had the, the sword, like, Blade and Karen are both watching to be like, oh, any second now, his hand's gonna explode. And then he, like, presses the button, and he's like, you don't think I'm that stupid, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, I didn't think that it was gonna come up again. I like that there were two payoffs to the setup. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, there's a third one after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Oh, my God! Yes. Wow. Wow. It's almost so, like... So, yeah, Fro- Frost is, like, looking at Blade's sword. Well. He's like, oh, what a nice sword for me. For and me. Blade's like, this will take his hand <laughs> off. This is what Frost... a nice sword to poop on. <laughs> to, for me to, for me to for bleed me to on. on. For me to explode but... my hand on. But Frost, he clicks the secret switch on the hilt so it doesn't explode his hand off. And Blade is like, you knew? And he's like, we've been watching you, dummy. Yeah, and Quinn told me about his friend, Kreese, who was so funny and had his hand blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and then Quinn, he's like, he holds the sword and he's like, Quinn, hold out your arm. And Quinn's like, what? But I, I just got my hand. I Both just of got his my hands, hands are back, are, are better again. Yeah, he's like, hold it out, and he he prepares to slice him off, and then he's like, ah, I'm just fucking with you, I'm Quinn. Just fucking with like, you, my Come buddy, on, my man. bro. And then and Quinn is like laughing his ass off, and everybody else is just gravely silent. Nobody else is enjoying this moment. Yeah, just some levity for the bros. I love that though because it really it. It feels so characterizing for Frost that he's like, yeah, I'm going to become the blood god, and then everyone is going to be like me and my bros. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody wants to be like me and my bros. I'm going to induct everyone into my vampire fraternity, (laughs) and they're all going to like it, and we're all going to do keg stands of blood all the time. Yeah, it's going to be great. everyone's going to be laughing and hyping me up at my funny jokes all the time for the rest of eternity. Forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Do you think my shirt looks better when it's buttoned or unbuttoned, Quinn? Great Bro, point. It looks so good either way, but honestly, like, right now, it looks so good. <laughs> it looks, like, so good, man. Come on. Thanks, dude. Karen is trying to talk to Blade, but Frost is like, he is so, like, all he can think about is how much he wants blood right now. Don't even bother. This was so funny because he's like, he can't hear you. All he can hear is his craving for blood. And then he starts talking to Blade. <laughs> so then Blade <laughs> what is did like, you just say? But then Blade is like, I am, I am gonna kill you. I need to drink blood. I need to drink blood. I, I, I am going to kill you. I need blood. I'm sorry. I need to drink blood. So they send Blade away. They take the vampire weirdo council volunteers, in quotes, downstairs to get mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. This is where they throw Karen into the zombie pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get a little good moment with Quinn where he's imitating the zombie and he does like a Frankenstein walk. He's like, ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know. oh. He's just a funny douchebag. I also need to correct the record on Donald Logue. Um, he is still a universally beloved actor, but um, he was not on Eight Simple Rules. He was on Grounded for Life, a different sitcom about a family. Anyway. Oh, okay. Most most are. Yeah. I've never seen either of them, but they sound like they're probably almost exactly the same. They're very anyway. similar. Uh, yeah, so she fights so Curtis she... with a bone. That's Luckily, there's that a huge scene. bone in there that's very... It's also, like, can support her weight and stuff. Because she's, like... They dump her down, like, a, ra- a ramp. 
Like a, a I mean, hole that leads to a ramp into the thing. It's a big bone, she- so I assume it's a femur, and you know what your femur does. It supports your weight every goddamn day. Shout out to femurs. Thank yeah, you, shout femurs. Shout out to femurs. This is a femur fan cast. <laughs> Didn't even know this. This is a Just imagine that I'm zooming in and out on a, a femur. People, different people's <laughs> legs and stuff. Playing say so? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think. The only other song that I can think of that I've seen on a fan cam was like about boners or something. So I didn't want to sing that one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I've only watched, I think, one fan cam with audio in my life because I find them repugnant and I uh-huh. try not to look at them. But there was the one that was Succession that was going around. And everyone was like, you will not guess what the song was. And it was G by Girls' Generation. Yeah. My favorite you will not guess what the song is, is a video of uh, somebody doing their nail, like doing nail polish. And um, the song is Goofy singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. <laughs> That's pretty strong. I don't know if anything hits as hard as the uh, the sex song. Um the the sex song. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Or like whatever the like the clown me- funeral music that everyone was obsessed with that the guy had sex to. Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But sea bat, buttercups, mohawk, or something. Yeah, you know the one. Yep. A lot of a lot of people I know have insisted that that song is actually good. They, they're wrong. It sounds like it is a good mo- it, it is a good song. But, I mean, I don't think that I would want to be fucked at that rhythm every time. I don't think that I would want to just casually listen to K.K. Ryder, K.K. Slider in any context. I always forget that K.K. Ryder is the name of one particular K.K. Slider song. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah. yeah. The man's it is a bit of a K.K. Slider. does not always Anyway... <laughs> I love dating our episodes really, really hard by talking about memes that are already old. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, dude. We deserve it. I was looking at Dat Boy earlier and just clapping and cheering. Here, Here he comes. comes. Honestly, I do like that our episodes are a little, like, are kind of grounded in whatever time period is happening. Like, it's funny to listen to an episode and hear Giga be like, and the passenger in the plane was Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, oh what? yeah, this was the week that she died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, because like, I can't imagine a situation in which I don't want to remember that Queen Elizabeth died. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys seen, do you guys know anything about the other B- Blade movies? Uh, I've not seen really them all, no. but I do not remember them. I, because... ju- I just know that people say the third one is pretty bad. I, when yeah, when I was trying to find where to watch this legally obviously i googled you know watch blade or whatever and one of the results was talking about like the blade trilogy and mentioned that the third movie the third movie blade is joined by ryan reynolds and jessica biel yeah i do remember that what the fuck So look forward to that in um, two months. Uh, I can't imagine. <laughs> Peep, 
two people who would dilute the appeal of Blade more than Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. Oh I mean, my God. no offense to them except for the normal amount of but offense just, that I ever made. It's just imagining Blade just, between these, like, the whitest people. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan like, Reynolds literally got married on a plantation, lest we forget. He got married on a plantation. And isn't Jessica Beale Justin Timberlake's wife? Yeah, I think I, so. I'll be honest, I don't know who Jessica Beale is. It's just one of those names that you hear. Yeah, she's an actress. She's a white lady with brown hair, so. Yeah. Um, can't, but can't yeah, wait for I that mean. One. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like. <laughs> I had my laptop plugged into the HDMI, plugged into the TV. So I was like on the other side of my room, of the room is my friend at the time. And I just was just like, oh my God. <laughs> He's like, what? What's wrong? I was like, never mind. That's weird. I'm surprised that people don't like it. Huh. Weird. Anyway. Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. I can't so, wait. Bl- and we're going to be watching that at the same time off. as Fan Four Stick. <laughs> That's gonna be uh, it's gonna powerful be, six weeks. God gives his God gives his funniest challenges to his shittiest warriors. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a tough part of the film for me personally because mm-hmm. I was prepared for like we're gonna like take take blade's blood with a syringe oh my god we're gonna like stab him and collect the blood and a little thing nah i did not expect that they were going to cold press the man (laughs) oh my speak about a panini press they so they put him in this slab that's got a hole cut out that's the shape of a blade shaped hole yeah and then they had this other big stone slab that has the other half of him but it also has two blades and not, two not razors. Yeah, two razors right at wrist ri- position. Press into his wrist. Oh my god, it was horrible. He was bleeding so much. I thought it was going to be like a little trickle, and then that would be all they need. He but comes no, out they're... and he's just a skeleton. It's so much. Yeah, they. Yeah, they, he she, gets like, she's like he's, rubbing on him he's and fully he's like, tangled. all right. Yeah, please, you know, it's like stop. there's not a lot you can. It goes pretty bad. Uh, you know what's interesting? It's pretty. You're having a pretty bad day when your mom is trying to fuck you, and then she presses you into a giant concrete block that removes all the blood from your body. Yeah, really not how you want your mom to act. No, <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed if my mom did that. Me too. I wouldn't be. I certainly wouldn't be happy. <laughs> I would look exactly the way Blade looks, which is just like what the fuck. But also not. I'd probably die. I'd probably die of the razors. It. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I I would like to say that I w- I'm not built different, and I would not handle it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm built different than Blade is. Yes, because but not I would in, die from this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not in so, the way that's to my advantage. So basically, what happens is that Frost arranges all of the vampire pure blood weirdos into a ceremonial circle, and the blood flows down into uh like a series of blood pipes mm-hmm. that uh, that make the blood go out in, a, in above them and just like drip onto their faces basically and then there's a big drip hole in the center of the room and that's where frost is going to stand and so it frost does... stands there and they all stand there and the blood starts to drip yeah the blood starts to drip there's a lot of none channels. of it stays stuck in the channels no 
It like it's not very the blood in this movie is very liquidy. It's non-Euclidean. Yeah. Well, it is ketchup. Oh, it's ketchup. They just got ketchup. It's ketchup, but it's like that's it's not, like ketchup, that, I mean, and then they like it looks more like chili, like chili paste than ketchup. To be honest, it looks like they greased the channels that all exactly. the blood is supposed to go in. <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe they like got a guy in. They got a plumber in ahead of time. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, just made sure everything would flow nice like that's and gonna, smooth. This is actually that's help this is actually a great opportunity. Little DIY uh, tip for all of you at home: If you want stuff to go down your drains quicker, just pour grease into the pipes. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And some hair for good measure to mm-hmm. scrape grease and hair. Sides. That's what they say: grease and hair. That liquid's out of there. <laughs> 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 it's interesting let's get this trending on tiktok guys hashtag grease and hair um it's interesting that this was the like the slab that they put him in has like holes has like a strap like straps already in it to attach the person into it not needed not needed i was kind of like if this is a ritual wouldn't like under normal circumstances wouldn't the person going in there like want to be in there no, the prophecy, I mean, clearly it knew that it would be Blade because it's a Wesley Snipes-shaped indentation. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough, fair enough, yes. It was. Yeah, what if it's they get a short hat? Yeah, since when did rituals have to be, for, uh, like, voluntary? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it is a yeah, blood so sacrifice to the blood god. This is where uh, uh, Karen, uh, she sneaks in with the bone and uh, she... says, she, ooga booga. She unstraps him. She opens the slabs up and unstraps him. Somewhere in the middle of this, one of the vampire weirdos says to Frost's girlfriend, who I we, we did after the movie learn that her name is Mercury, uh, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is all a bunch of bullshit. This is a waste of time. And she's like, no, it isn't. And it's time you fucks contribute to the cause for once. And then another weirdo is like, huh, Frost doesn't care about you anyway. He'll just throw you away like the rest of us. And then she throws Blade's sword through him and turns him to dust. I guess he was an extra, so it's fine. Uh-huh. They didn't <laughs> right. need that one. Oh my god, yeah, I said, I was like, I hope. You, I guess you have a baker's dozen of these <laughs> volunteers. <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case one of them mouths off. I don't know why she did that. They're going to explode into bone skeleton gargoyles anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be alive after the ritual. Mercury's outfit was cool, though. She Like, everyone is in, like, dark colors because they're in, like, suits and stuff. Quinn's got a maroon satin shirt. Um, And uh, Mercury has, like, a short white satin dress and, like, a white fur coat over it that's, like, the same length as the dress. Mm -hmm. It was a sleigh. TBH. Yeah, pretty sleigh. And she gets slayed. And Frost and She does get slayed. Yeah, no, I really... I I gotta say, I I do... Like just to, to echo Val, I really love her her outfit here. It she's an absolute slave. She's slaying the shit out of this temple, and she's a queen. Her hair was really weird, though. I don't know what the what they were going for with her hair. Ah, uh, they liked to do the slick back in the nineties, you know. They were, it, but it wasn't the slick. It was like the slick back, and then also make it look like shit. Yeah, like it was like sure ten it really cool I mean, to me, like the slick back always looks like shit. I don't like the slick back. But it, it, if it had been like the Draco Malfoy slick back, that no. would have been one thing. But this no. was like, None you gotta get it. some texture like in shit. the slick back. Ugh. It all looks like shit, dude. 
I never yeah. thought I'd see the day where Val is the one who brings up Harry Potter. Oh, God. Well, now you have. I'm sorry. Also, it's <laughs> worth mentioning that when she throws Blade's sword through the guy, it, like, lodges in a stone slab against the wall. That'll be relevant later. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Frost and Quinn talk about how they're going to become gods, and Quinn is like, <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. I'm going to be a I'm naughty, naughty. I'm going to be so naughty. I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. Yeah, and this is another one of those moments where I was like, "Oh, is this where Frost loses his patience and like smacks Quinn's head off?" No, this is his bro. This is his bud. Yeah, this is also uh, this is the point or when Deacon is like um, antagonizing Blade um, and like mocking him or whatever. He also he sees the the um, head exploding juice and is like, "Oh, this must be the famous serum I've heard about." You're not going to get to be cured of being a vampire today, and like throws it behind him uh, why don't you try it see how it works out for (laughs) you yeah blade is like why don't you why don't you take a sit yeah he throws it it gets caught on something against the wall which uh it gets thrown down the pit surely never to be used again (laughs) also will be relevant later (laughs) karen meanwhile is like blade you gotta chomp me you are dying you need me blood you gotta drink and we then get a it's sexual it's sexual. Basically. It is, yeah. it is a sex scene. It's not. It's sexual. No ambiguity here. I mean, the vampire myth has always been a sexual allegory. Mm-hmm. Has it not? Draculas have always been sexual. Vampires are frequently, we'll say that, frequently used as a, you know, some kind of sexual allegory about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. female sexuality or something. Uh, and this movie is like, yeah, we're going to do that. That's the one. That's the vampire lore that we're going to draw on. Uh, crosses don't do dick, but mm-hmm. drinking blood kind of does dick. This scene grossed me the fuck out. I, yeah. I'm I'm no good with blood, and the slurping and moaning He's... was quite upsetting for me. It was He's it really was, slurping. It was a really intense scene, I will say. Mm-hmm. And she's like moaning and groaning. She's like, "Don't stop! Mm-hmm. Don't stop!" Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and it like increases in speed and intensity until he's like. Ah. Yeah, he's- Bro, you're taking a lot of blood. It's a lot. It's hey, a lot. Sometimes you need more. She is, she is going to get husked. She is not carrying <laughs> on her life after this moment. Yeah, she's but got she does. Four, three, four pints left in her. She's a blood scientist. She knows how to do this. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. It's true. Can't, she <laughs> yeah, that's she's one like, of the first things you learn. And stop. Okay. <laughs> one of the first things you learn in, in doctor school. In hematology uh, school. So meanwhile, the blood starts dripping down onto everyone's faces. Uh... There's a very bad-looking CGI drop of blood that... Mm-hmm. I think part of what's so funny and bad-looking about it is that you don't realize the scale of this one drop of blood until it splats yeah, all over Yeah, it's a big old drop, face. huh? <laughs> all the blood. It looks like someone's filling a, a red water balloon. Yes. With blood. Yes. A blood balloon. Blood balloon. Yeah, Frost is absolutely loving his life. His his own life. Frost is moment. like, yeah, Frost is winning, you know? He is. Yes. Blade's up there fighting for his life, and Frost is down here winning. <laughs> um, so finally, Blade becomes rejuvenated. He He's now very strong, and he, like, screams and roars in slow motion. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. His mom walks in and is like, how was it, Eric? And then he she just attacks him. Yeah. 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 And I think he... 
what is she's like you wouldn't hurt your mother would you and then he's like i must release you and he like uh-huh. stakes her with the bone that yeah. karen brought in it's yeah yeah and she dies and she dies bye if you Good love you someone again. it's been if a you while love someone you gotta let them go and by let them go i mean let them get stabbed by a big yeah bone. go to hell go to hell yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Karen, meanwhile, uh, grabs a vampire guard's silver bullet shotgun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they have these. Because they're fighting other vampires? Yeah. Uh, they're not. Would silver bullets kill Blade, though? Yeah. Don't know. I assume that it would hurt him. And it would kill Karen, too, so. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, let's just bring regular guns so that in case they we get disarmed by the by the people by Blade and Karen, yeah, we don't disintegrate. But she takes his gun and disintegrates him. Mm-hmm. You never want to. You never want to admit that you think you could get disarmed by Karen and Blade. <laughs> this is where the the skeletons burst out of the mouths. This was incredible. I couldn't. This move was... over, Ghost Rider. Mm. They. It's not because it's we see. They're skeletons. And then we also see the bat gargoyle skeletons. It's the ghosts of their skeletons. It's a different thing. Yes. They're ghosts. They're they, skeleton ghosts. Ghost they skeletons. like, much like Ghost Rider, they're flying through frost over and over. And he's like, oh, ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mercury and Quinn are like, maybe this is not good. And they start to run away, but then Frost gets back up and they're like, oh, it is good. And he's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good yeah. And, and then they all, they all go into him and he's like, ah. they, they really, they really tricked and trolled me though, because I was like, oh, this is where the movie gets bad because Frost gets up and Mercury is like, now you Deacon. And he's like, not, not anymore. And I was like, oh no, but it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is he's still just him. Stronger. He just has red eyes. I he mean, just has red is eyes. you but stronger still you? Because it's yeah. like, yeah. I'm weak as fuck. I don't know if I was stronger, <laughs> if that would still be me in there. If I'm stronger, <laughs> if it's if you see me and I'm strong, that ain't me. Being too, being too lazy to pick up heavy objects is a big part of my personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, who wants to talk about Quinn's fate? Uh, I mean, he just gets fucking got. Bye. And he and was then, wearing blade sunglasses. He doesn't look. Air. He doesn't look as cool as Blade. No, does no he in looks, them. in fact, like a big dorko. Yeah, um, he's like, "Oh, Blade, you're back. I got two hands. Want to fight them?" And Blade just chops his head off, and he d- disintegrates him instantly, and catches <laughs> yeah, his sunglasses and puts them on. Yeah, the sunglasses Why didn't he do go this any of the, the other air? times he fought Quinn? Um, because he didn't have the opportunity. I guess not. Didn't get. Couldn't get a clean shot. Hmm. He incinerated yes. Quinn. He incinerated him, and he didn't just be like, "Well, also, I will just quickly stake you." But he did stake him, just not in the heart. Why do you do that? So that he know. could do this. Yeah. So Quinn's dead. Bye. Quinn's dead. There's a big goon fight. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything to say about it except that I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. I love when he does the thing when he gets his sword back from the wall. He pulls it out. He, like, jams it into the ground, and then he just, like, does a turn at the end all of a sudden. And it goes, shing! Uh, yeah. We're uh, also at the point, I think they really do, like, there's something about Blade where he's, like, after eating, uh, he, he he's f- so full from blood yum that he is, uh, <laughs> like, even when he's walking around, it's making, like, kung fu whoosh sounds. 
Like he's just stepping <laughs> yes. and he's all like, yes. <laughs> Also, we didn't mention it, but he's swelling up like a big red blueberry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that just be a red berry? Violet, you're turning Violet, Blade. Violet, you're turning Eric. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a great little moment here where Karen is, she's got the silver bullet shotgun and she's shooting at Mercury as Mercury runs at her, but Mercury's dodging all the bullets, Mm -hmm. but then Mercury gets up in her face and she's like, I got you, you idiot human, and Karen's like, not, and just sprays the blue juice into her mouth and her head explodes. Yeah. I don't think it's blue juice, I think it's just vampire mace. It's not blue juice, it's vampire mace, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the garlic. You're right, you're right. That's right, she doesn't explode real big. She just explodes real regular. Rip queen. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, if it weren't for Wikipedia, I would never have learned her name. (laughs) No, yeah, because it's never said. I just looked up the cast list. The first thing I did when I was watching this movie, I was like, I remember what happened last time. I'm not making that mistake again. (laughs) (laughs) The who's Karen debacle. We're not calling her Lady Two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say it this time. (laughs) So yeah, it's down. Literally, the only characters left in the movie now are Blade, Karen, and Frost. Every yes. other character is dead. Yes, down to the brass tacks, and a plus from watching for watching a movie from 1998 is that there's a big boss fight, and it's not against a CGI monster. No, it's or with even the a CGI who, guy again, has been a character for the whole movie. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, he's just fighting the bad guy. <laughs> Yes, that's nice. We all, uh, you know, it's it's it can be hard to adjust to a new stepdad. Yeah, you know, sometimes you cut him in half. We mm-hmm. all process that differently. Yeah, some people. But he 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 ate the, the fucking sword. one piece blood blood fruit, and he like glops back together. This was crazy. Blood that, yeah, that looks really bad. Blade, yeah, Blade chops him right at the at the waist, and his like top half goes flying off. But then he looks like a mononongal. And he just, like, mm-hmm. his blood, like, sclorps out in between his two pieces and then, like, pulls h- himself back together. I wish he looked like a Mononongal for more time. Um, and I thought get... that was just going to be his new form. Yeah. yeah, I wish we got some, like, so, or, like, a Panangalong, uh, where it's just, like, a lady's head with intestines <laughs> hanging out. Oh, uh, that would be <laughs> neat. Maybe we'll see something cool in future movies, but I want to see more vampires. I want to see Jiangxi. It would have been funny if Karen had snuck up really quickly and turned his legs around while he was uh, glorped <laughs> out like that and he connects back together and then his butt is in the front. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, hey. front butt. Dang it. He and just cuts himself in half and just yeah. twists the legs back. <laughs> to do it again. And then he has a strip uh, of where the two, you know, he didn't quite exactly nail, you know, cut himself in the exact same spot. So he has like a strip of backwards back <laughs> in his belly still. I want to shout out something that the movie did here, something that movies don't do enough these days, something that I really, really appreciated, which is Blade sees this happen and just silently mouths, what the fuck? Yeah. I know. Oh my God. Because he can't can't say fuck twice in the movie. I'm pretty sure this movie- Surely this was rated This movie is (laughs) R-rated. Okay. There's no way this was (laughs) PG-13. I don't know. I didn't barf while watching it, so- yeah. Well, speak for yourself. There's no need to fucking brag. Sorry. So Frost starts running around in circles really fast, like a Looney Tune, and going. Uh, 
he kicks Blade across the room, uh, and Blade stabs him all the way through with his sword, but he's fine. Frost knocks him down and calls him a little bitch. Which, you know. This is this is where Blade looks up for, at the but... wall and he sees the serum where it landed, and he's like, well, I wish I had that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like lodged in a little crack in the wall, um, or like there's like a little a piece coming out of the wall or something, but there, yeah, it's it's in a little crack. In the wall. And he says, I know. What if I did this payoff for a third time and it was really good? Mm-hmm. And he hucks his sword at the wall and it gets stuck in the wall. And and Frost is like, <laughs> nice yeah, try, idiot. You missed. And then the mechanism and the sword <laughs> breaks the fucking wall open and the serum yes. falls down. Yes. Blade throws a syringe into Frost's tummy, but he just flicks it right back out, and he's like, you'll have to do better than that. And Blade's like, okay, I will then. And he just throws six instead. Mm-hmm. And then he just keeps he throwing says, them. He says his final line to Frost in the film, which is, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. I love and then he does that a line. I love bicycle kick. To fling the last syringe directly into Frost's yes! forehead. It's so fucking rare that we get a good ass one liner and goddamn, he sells it. The man, my man sells it. It's so good. Can I ask, what does that mean? It'd be hard to do. Be hard to do. Some people just keep challenging themselves. But it's not. It's not that it's, it's not, a challenge. It's, a, it's, it's a, that it's an unrealistic. It's an challenge unrealistic he, challenge. Yeah. That it's it's about how overconfident he is. That he's like, I can be the one who becomes the blood god. Like, why oh, would you okay. want to become like, like you're ice skating uphill? Like you're wearing ice skates. Like take it. Like you're a fucking vampire, dude. You suck ass. Go. <laughs> no, you suck neck. You suck neck. You suck well, maybe re- recreationally they do, they suck some ass as well. That would probably be a if funny Frost explodes with big blood. Bite someone. Frost, Frost oh my god. There's like a delay, and then he like extra explodes because he's got six of Frost, the Frost gets in big them. mode. He becomes like the size of a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Just like red and like... And gigantic. Then, uh, yeah, we're down to two characters in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Blood and, Blade and Karen. Blood and Blair's like, hey, looks like we're all okay except for Whistler. Time to keep time to heal you, and then he says, "No, I'm Ghost Rider now." Mm-hmm. And then they they crawl out, and we just hear we just hear a distant Karen, please, Karen, let me out of here. Have you ever had third so- thoughts about us? <laughs> I'm still me. <laughs> um. I thought this was this was kind of funny. This was the same like abrupt ending that that Ghost Rider had, where mm-hmm. he was like, "You know what? No, I need my powers. As long yeah. as there are still vampires out there, I'm going to be Blade." It'd be very funny if it if Blade it... looks at the horizon and goes, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> as the sun's coming up, it went. It goes to and Go then down. it shows. Then it shows Johnny Blaze in Russia. Yeah, this was like a post credit scene, except it was not. Yeah, before I mean, it was before those were a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting, by the way, uh, we didn't mention it, but throughout the blood ritual, we do keep cutting outside, and we see, like, the clouds roll in, and there's, like, lightning. Oh, yeah! And... Mm-hmm. So when they climb outside, and it's, like, piss yellow, like a dust storm is over the city, I was like, oh, shit, like, what? Are... Is that part is of it? it? What happened? Is this yeah. okay? Are we fucked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was, like, dusk or something. I mean, not as... But yeah, he's he's 
oh, oh yeah, Karen is like, I have to get back to the lab so I can cure you. And Blade's like, I can't be cured yet. This war is not over. Instead, what I need is a better serum. I will say I was a oh, little yeah. bit lost because I feel like there's like three serums that they keep talking about. So I was unclear if he meant like the garlic serum that helps me not need blood. The I think that's the only one that they call like the serum. But but I but the serum I, I it could have been that it could have also been the vampire exploding juice. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they ever refer to that as a serum. I thought they did. You know, she's just like I I am showing you this because I think you could use it to explode some vampire heads, and then he puts it in a in a dropper or a needle or whatever. Okay, maybe but... I just got confused. Maybe he does just mean help me deal with the garlic with garlic. yeah. No, yeah, that's the he's, thing. He's he needs starting it to resist better because he's more. yeah, he's resist. Okay. Did you say then, garlic yeah, we, withdrawal? We get a what's that? Did you say garlic withdrawal? I guess not. It's, it's that he's building a tolerance to the yeah. garlic serum. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So we. Was it even garlic, or did I make that up? I might have made You that did up. make that up, yes. It oh, was... Well. Um... <laughs> I'm having fun. So yeah. we we get a repeat of the of the beginning of the movie in Moscow. This man mm. is leading a woman to a nightclub. I do love that we see over the door, you hear the music through the door. It's all muffled, but you see that mm-hmm. above the door is one of the vampire glyphs as a neon yes. red sign. Yes. I thought that was a great touch. Mm-hmm. And she comments on the temperature, uh, but it's in Moscow, so it's cold. I was like, wow, parallels. This, parallels. this book ending the movie. This is why we did this. This is why we did this. And he's this. like, I have a surprise for you. And he grabs her by the neck. And then Blade shows up and says, in Russian, did I catch you at a bad time, yeah. comrade? Whistler's thing. Oh, yeah, he did say, did I catch you fuckers at a bad time? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's Blade. And there's no post credit scene because this is a good movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. No Stan Lee in this one, either. No Stan Lee. Oh, Damn yeah, it. that's true. Where was he? I, well, I don't want to see what they would have done to him in this film. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the bartender in the very back of the club scene. My precious blood! <laughs> Incredible. Blade. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic even. Fantastic. Another parallel. Blade, what a concept. <laughs> a movie that is good. Well, it's Blade. No, I haven't heard of this before. <laughs> Next week we have to watch the rest of Fantastic Four. Do you think that Blade and... is the best movie that we've watched? It's hard to say because there I can't watch this without the thing like the thing in my mind of like, well, this is nineteen ninety eight. That's, I mean... So it it gives it a little bit of, like, extra leeway, but it also, I, think, I don't know, it also kind of makes it feel... What would be the best, alternatively? Less I fresh. think best movie would have been Birds of Prey. Right. I think my favorite is still Daredevil. I, I, think, I think this is the best movie that we've watched. I think this is better than Daredevil, in my mind, um, mm-hmm. because it had a lot of the stuff that we like about Daredevil in it. Yeah, without and a lot any of, of other the stuff, stuff that was shitty in Daredevil. Without the, I have to go file an appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I think I, this for is me, definitely Daredevil is just in this perfect sweet spot of like, so stupid it's good, and also so good it's good. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, I think, is just a little bit better, which <laughs> yeah. makes it less my taste. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is like Birds of Prey tier, and I think it's better than Birds of Prey personally. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can't tell if I have recency bias over it or what, but I do really, I do really like this movie, and I mm-hmm. feel confident putting it in the top three. 
or four. Absolutely. Uh, and next time we watch a movie that is fine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I don't know. I think Fantastic oh. Four is pretty good in the way that it's very bad. Lauren called out a parallel. I completely forgot to mention. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Blade got juiced like the oranges that Ben. Oh, was true, <laughs> true. Like they could, they kind of put him in a big thing hand. They did. <laughs> Things made of rock. A rock is a thing. A rock is a thing. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So there it is. That's why we did this. Fantastic. All right. Well, until next time, we've been zero to zero. You can find us on a podcast host network called nicebase.xyz, including podcasts such as Prime Cuts, Sounds About Light. I'm going to shout out my very own podcast, Dr. Huh. Uh, we watched the episode The Satan Pit, and <laughs> next episode, we're watching the Nikola Tesla episode, which I've heard oh, good things about. Never seen it. Hmm. Welcome, Robot. Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. LMNOP. That's my podcast. I went there. Kamarocha Radio. By which I mean I was on it once. You did. I am one of your hosts. I'm Gigalithic. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Gigalithic. You can find me. Um, pop off that deodorant cap. I'm under there. That's right. Oh, Put me shit. in your armpit. I'll make you smell good. Oh, thank you. I'm Sam. I'm on co-host of Positive Stress and the podcasts that were already mentioned. I'm Val Flight Cub. I'm on Twitter at Flight Cub. But um, the second B, um, it actually stands for Blade again. And I'm on Tumblr at Flight Cub, and I'm on LMNOP as the host of it. The it no my podcast about elementary. Yes. No. Yes. You don't approve. I was scared. <laughs> Nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> Why was Giga afraid of LMNOP? I got scared. Because LMNOP89? That's right. <laughs> I see you've heard that one before. That's what I named my podcast after. I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while. Like we say at the end of every episode about Blade. <laughs> ah, Boom. no! Boom. My bones! Boom. See you later, suckheads. See you later, suckheads. suckheads. Hey, you said Blade Babies earlier, and I'm still pissed off about that one. Sorry, Blade Bambinos, maybe. Bonjour, no okay, Blade I'll, Bambinos. Yeah, I'll clip I'll clip that and put it in at the beginning. Okay. <laughs>